morning. On this Thursday morning, this is Reagan uh, G. Chris Brown. G. Chris Brown uh, continuing this love series podcast. And I remember watching Bruce Almighty. Jim Carrey started as Bruce, and he was, you know, he was an anchorman, you know, but he wanted to do more. But he was just so frustrated where he was in life. And so, being frustrated where he was in life, he just got to the point where he was mad at God, frustrated with where he was. And because he was frustrated where he was, he just kind of started to take it out on everybody thinking the world was against him. That's, that's, that's what he thought. And so, even though he thought the world was against him, you know, he finally met God, played by Morgan Freeman, and God gave him his powers. And then Bruce, uh, my, Bruce did so much for himself. But it was one scene in particular that struck out to me, where Morgan Freeman looks at Bruce and says, "says You've had my powers all this time." How many people have you helped? That's exactly what he said. How many people have you helped? Because Bruce Almighty said he could change the world. And then God, played by Morgan Freeman, says that wasn't the world. That was just down the street. Because he was so focused on doing everything for himself, he wasn't helping anybody. And so as we think about love and his conduct you know we ought to be light to people we ought to be light in a dark world but who who are you helping who are you helping who are you going out of your way to help who are you going out of your way to mentor or talk to because there are so many who need help with so many things there are young men who need help, you know, being a godly man. Help with tying a tie, how to change a tire, things of that nature. Young ladies who need help. Who, who are you helping along this journey? As, as, you, as we've grown, you know, those who have been blessed to have, you know, parents or aunts, uncles, grandparents that have taught them so many things, male and female that have taught them, whether it's how to cook, how to sew, how to paint, uh, you know, how to put plaster, how to work with plaster, how to work with tile, how to work with all these different things. They wouldn't have known it had somebody not helped them. So as we think about God, as we think about our Christian walk, as we think about our Christian convictions, as we think about our Christian love, who are you helping? Who are you helping? Because everybody needs somebody to help them. A person that wants to be a great writer needs some help. I remember in college, when I was starting out at Tarrant County Community College, 
even at Southwestern uh, Baptist Theological Seminary, I needed help with my writing. So we had the writing center. And they would go in and look at your papers, look at what you wrote, and they would give you their uh, critiques, tell you how you need to punctuate, you know, tell you where do you need your commas, where do you need your periods, where do you need your colons, where do you need your semicolons. Even my mother, you know, and father, they would do the exact same thing when it came to my English papers because I, I had a, I always had a tendency to have a lot of run-on sentences. And so I remember getting docked for that. And I remember also, though, that they would help me with those papers. Because they didn't want me to get docked. And then my mom and dad would say, if I was a professor, you would have a bad grade because of the structure of this paper. But they went out their way to make sure that my paper was looking complete and was looking crisp and ready to present. And that's how it is with our Christian walk. Who are you helping? Who are you trying to, to, trying to see improve? If you see somebody that's that's a little slouchy or that doesn't dress always great, instead of talking about them, you ought to help them. You ought to see what's in your closet that you can help. Give to them so that they can look sharp. Because, you know, there are those right now, they want to look good. But they may not have the finances, may not have the resources. But instead of us always talking bad about somebody who may not dress well, what are we doing to help them look better, look better? You know, and that's one of the biggest things I see when I see with our youth, especially in school. Because we're, so many times our youth are so busy joking on each other instead of helping each other. Now, I've seen those who do go out their way to help. But if you know a classmate is struggling in a particular subject, you may see them struggling to be able to read. Instead of you laughing at them, why aren't you helping them? You may not, be a, you may not struggle to read, but there may be a subject you struggle in that they could help you in. I can recall in fifth grade, there was a kid named Stephen Rocky. And he was in fourth grade, but he Stephen was a brilliant, he was a smart kid. So his mother, his mother elevated him to fifth grade. And of course, people, you know, because they remember in fourth grade, so he didn't have a lot of friends at the time. And I never forget one day in class. He tried to help me with something, and because I saw what, how everybody else was treating him, I tried to do the same thing. And I remember somebody saying, you know, he was just trying to help you. And then somebody agreed, and then it hit me. It was like, you know what, he was. So I was convicted to where this, all he was trying to do was help me, and I saw the way he looked after I said that. And then I walked over to him, and I said, you know what, 
I walked over to him and I let him help me. Because then after I let him help me, it was something he needed help in and I helped him. Or when we went to recess, you know, sometimes he was he was exclu- he was excluded, but then when he became included. All because somebody took the time to help somebody. That's what I'm saying. There are those who need us. There are those who need us. And we ought to be there to help each other. That's our that that if we're showing Christian love, if we're being the light of the world, if we're being disciples, we ought to help somebody. As old song would say, if I can help somebody as I pass along this way, then my living is not in vain. Who are you helping? Who are you helping? And see, when I'm helping you, I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about you being better than me. I'm more concerned and focused about you being the best you. I think sometimes people don't help other people because they're because they can get scared or get intimidated like somebody's going to forget about you. It's about Christ. And if you've done your job, if you've done what you what God has called you to do, people will always remember you. You, but you also want to help somebody else. If Martin Luther King Jr. didn't have Ralph Abernathy, I promise you a lot of stuff with the civil rights movement may not have happened. He needed help. He needed help. When Martin Luther King Jr. was going to school at Morehouse, he needed Howard Thurman. He needed Howard Thurman's theological mind, theological approach in order for himself to grow in his own theology. He needed some help. When the, Anna, back then in 2002, when the Anaheim Angels won the World Series versus the San Francisco Giants, they needed some help. It wasn't just one great baseball player. Mike Sosa was a manager, but he needed a Garrett Anderson. Francisco Rodriguez. He needed those guys, a Tim Salmon, in order for them to win that World Series. He needed some help. We all need some help. But we also ought to be helpful. You ought to help somebody you see on your job that's struggling. Whether it's the preaching ministry, ministry in general, we ought to help each other. Because we can't preach about the same God But then right after we preach or teach, then we act like we're enemies. And we all need to help each other. Everybody needs somebody to help them. Who are you helping today?
who do you know who might be struggling with food? You know they're struggling with food. Why not buy them some lunch? Bring them some groceries. One of the most inspirational stories I saw was a father whose son was being bullied, but instead of the father, you know, calling people to say, come beat up this kid, the father took that bully with him, hooked him up with some shoes, some clothes, and then they turned around from a bully being bullied to they became best of friends, but that father saw that, that young man didn't have anybody in his life. But he helped him. He helped him. There's some people who don't have anybody in their lives that is positive. God can use you to be the positive role model, that positive influence, if you're willing to do it. You can't always say, use me, Lord, and then you get the chance to be used by God and you back down. But who are you helping? Who are you helping? Who are you helping? Because our world would be a whole lot better if we would help each other. Our communities will be a whole lot better if we just helped each other. Our neighborhoods would be a whole lot better if we helped each other. That, that's why I envy my mother's generation. They grew up when it was a family generation. When folks looked out for each other. When folks helped each other. When one neighbor knew that this other, that their neighbors, that when one parent one child's mother knew that another child's mother got home late. They say, y'all just come over to my house. We'll feed you. And then when your mother gets home, we'll take you back. What happened to that? We need to get back to being a family, being a community family. We need to be get, get back to being that type of helpful generation to each other. If we got God in us, if we say we are Christian followers, Christian believers, we got to help each other. Not always trying to compete and outdo. But we need to be there to help each other. Show each other love. Show each other some love. God is watching us. How we treat each other, what we say, and what we do. So let us always remember, let's be helpful to each other, loving towards each other, supportive toward each other, kind to one another. Because everybody needs some help. Everybody needs some help. And it'll make you feel great and good because you went out your way to help somebody. And especially when you let the Lord be the catalyst for you helping somebody. Because God did the best thing for us when he sent his son Jesus Christ down the cross for our sins. Now you talk about coming to someone's aid. God let Jesus come to our aid.
then we ought to come at somebody else's aid. So as we go throughout today, go throughout, especially this holiday season, let us always be helpful. Just be there for somebody. Show love and let the Lord do the rest. Father, we thank you now for this podcast. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace and mercy. Now, Father, let us always remember that we are called to be helpful. We're called to be disciples. We're called to be good stewards. We're called to be Christians. So, Father, let us always be helpful towards each other. Let us always be loving towards each other. Let us always be caring towards each other. Father, just have your way. We'll give your name glory, honor, and praise. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray and ask it all. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast.